You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, it's Long Shot. Long Shot. Which, uh, I got to tell you, I was going to, I'm going to be honest here. We had, like, technical difficulties, so we are uh, redoing the show. Yeah, we, uh, we had We had started a few days ago, and we had some uh, <laughs> technical difficulties, and we're doing it again. So we are not as close in time yeah. as we might normally be. And I'll tell you, uh, we're going to do some other stuff before we get to the movies, but uh, I was going to rate this movie a little bit higher. Yeah. And you've wh- come, yeah. Wh- when we first did the show. And and I'm going to rate it a little bit lower yep. based on my not remembering a hell of a Isn't lot it of it. Weird? Isn't it weird? <laughs> I was just telling my girlfriend when I left, and she's like, What's the show you're doing? And I went, Long shot. She said, You did that. You guys saw that days ago. And I went, Yeah, we had a little bug on the computer no big deal and she's like hey how was that and i went it was better a week ago yep (laughs) and she's like what does that mean i went i'm i'm struggling to remember a ton of it like it's terribly forgettable yeah in some i remember some things very well but i'm like and the other thing that was real quick is i remember when we were watching it the easy app that tells the times for our city told me this was like a 90 minute movie and I thought when we were watching, I'm like, this is the longest 90 minutes. It's not 90 minutes. <laughs> right. It's like two hours and three minutes. Right, right. And for a movie that long, for me to remember what I remember without maybe you prompting me, maybe we remember different stuff right. and together we'll come together. But I was like, man, that's not a good sign. I I had to go down a little bit too. So right, right. not much, but that's a, that's a damning sign, I think. So uh, before we get to it, uh, I I was going to run through some upcoming movies, yeah. and uh, I'm not going to actually spend too much time on that because it's today, and uh, <laughs> right. we will here we go. <laughs> we will uh, uh, be getting this episode up as soon as possible. Yeah, uh, later today, and uh, then it will at least make a little bit of sense. But uh, we we talked about and wanted to talk about. Um, that now that it is post Avengers, oh, yeah. uh, it's a very strange time. And uh, we, if you've listened to us for a while, you know that we have our own personal uh, odd relationship with summer because yeah. uh, we remember there being summer <laughs> and it doesn't exist anymore. And uh, it's we're we're weirdly in like a post summer mode where a lot of movies coming out in the next few weeks. Um, there are some bigger things, but a lot of the movies coming out, even the kind of big thing of the week for the next like month, yeah. four or five weeks or something, feel like post summer yeah. movies. They're yeah. movies that should be coming out in like October right. or uh, right. or late September or something when the summer blockbusters are over. But now, since we've I don't know thrown caution to the wind, who yeah. knows what we've done. Um, Things like Avengers come out in April, right? And then summer's <laughs> and then, done. And then the summer's over. Yeah. I don't know what it is that happened to summer, in the sense of uh, just nobody 
cares anymore. Like yeah. people go to movies whenever, so summer doesn't matter anymore. I'm pretty sure it was last year we were marked on this right around July 4th weekend because nothing big opened. And I right. said to you, I'm and like, how that's, crazy is that's, that? that's, that's the end of things. Right. Like, there's always a Will Smith that's, or a Tom Cruise. <laughs> or a, this is the end time. Like, this is it. We're, we're in the end game. Right. Yeah, see what I did? Uh, so uh, with that, though, a lot of things might get missed. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, a lot of things might not have... Uh, you know that you might not have a lot of time to catch them. <laughs> they they might be in the theaters for a week if yeah, you're lucky. And then gone. Even uh, some strange things. But so anyway, to jump through some stuff this week, weirdly, we might have a hard time figuring out what's next week because I don't want to see either of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them are jumping out at me. But we've got uh, Pokemon. De- Detective Pikachu, yeah, which, uh, as everyone has already said, is uh, just a weird acid trip that causes this to exist in the first place. I don't know where this came from or why we have to watch a movie of it. Right. Um, but it is, uh, there is some bizarre trend coming along to say, what was kind of popular like 20 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Film it. Let's, let's know. make a movie of right. it. Right. Like uh, Sonic is also coming. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I I have this weird love-hate relationship with Jim Carrey. Yeah. But when he's in stuff, he's usually pretty good, right? Yeah, usually. But, but he's like the weird bad guy in the Sonic movie. Yeah. And I'm like, And he's all rubber-faced and weird voice. And like, that's like. <laughs> I mean, he's probably the perfect guy for the job. Because yeah. he's he's Jim a Carey. lunatic, right. right? Right. But why? I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's coming out. Also, the you know other biggish thing is the hustle with uh, Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. And uh, I have to say this again, and it feels weird, but <laughs> yeah. this is um, I feel like uh, Rebel Wilson has a chance that. Uh, Melinda McCarthy did not Melissa, yeah. Melissa McCarthy did right. not dodge early enough, right? <laughs> right. I feel like Rebel Wilson could still like you know dodge to the left real quick right here and then not have to make like 10 horrible movies. No way. It's too late. <laughs> it's like It's too late and she doesn't have But she but she hasn't made the 10 horrible movies. She's close. She's in every film. She's she's you, made goofy bad movies, but and you said it. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. She, I, I think she has still a leg to stand on in uh, trying to save her no. legitimacy no. because she doesn't yet have the movies oh. under her belt That's that good. Melissa McCarthy has. Even, even like when we said before the glitch that we had, you know, aside from Pitch Perfect, which is a bit of a a sidestep to things. It's supposed to be the story that she's in. Like, no, no, she's already trajectoried herself into this thing where I don't even think she could pull out of it if she wanted to, because she's already set it up. And I think everyone's like, now we're looking for another Melissa McCarthy. Well, look over there. And it seems like she's very, it seems like she's very content to just, okay, you know, I can be, I can be, you know, that girl and sassy, you know, man, I, I have no, I have no belief that. She'll uh, pull but out of that, that is a movie where they are con artists, and uh, and it's it's very dirty, rotten scoundrels because yeah. nobody's seen dirty, rotten scoundrels right. for a long enough <laughs> a time while. that yeah. we can just kind of flip yeah. that. And it's 
you know, it's like uh, Anne Hathaway is sort of the high class con artist, right. and Rebel Wilson <laughs> is the I don't know low class, the lower one. She's yeah. Steve yeah. Martin. Yeah. Uh, right, right. What, whatever we want to call that, and uh, and basically, <laughs> if you go with the dirty rotten scoundrels theme, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, Steve Martin thinks he's really special, right. right? Like thinks he's doing great. Yeah. And then you know someone comes along and goes, Yeah, what are you doing? You're, like get out of my way. You're like bush league, and yeah. you don't even know that there are other <laughs> leagues, right? right? Right. And so sort of that's what happens in this movie um and they then come together to get back at all the men who've yeah. wronged them yeah. in one way or another yeah it's unclear in what way they wronged them like right did they uh, take money from them knows? or is it yeah. just that we're getting back at men that you know who knows, who I, knows? you know i don't know Anyway, that's the other big movie, and that is going to get a fair amount of play, I think. Yeah. People are going to go to that, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, but there are two other movies coming out this week that no one's heard of and <laughs> no one has tried to get you to hear of, uh, the Tolkien movie, <laughs> which the only reason people have heard of that movie yeah. is because now there is a little bit of chatter about how uh, he's represented in the movie and oh, stuff. Oh, is there? And, yeah, you're yeah, dialed into the yeah. I've I've ignored all the chatter for uh that. but really who cares? Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't look <laughs> exciting um, at all. It's it, it's yet another biography of a person that no one especially wanted a biography of. Yeah. And more importantly, I think it has a lot to do with his early life. Yeah. Which why? Right. I don't know. It's uh I don't know that anyone was uh, dying to have this movie show up. I would only be the most minimally interested in this if it dealt with fan service and kind of told a story that even wasn't true as a as a biography. Like, right. if he <laughs> right. goes to war and he sees flamethrowers, and because of the way that the smog has hit him, he thinks, "Wow, that would be a dragon." Right, right. Like if they just and he runs into some small person and he and he, who's got an attitude and he's like, "That should be a dwarf." Right. Like if it was like the stupidest Monty Python version of Tolkien. That it would be good. I'd be into that. (laughs) But as it is right now, it just looks, and I said this when we tried it the first time, this is like 10 years too late anyway. Right. I I don't, I can't imagine it doing well, but. Uh, Everything is too late. And then also this week (laughs) is a movie called uh, All is True. That is Hmm. a movie that should come out in November and everyone (laughs) should try to make you hear about it because it's uh, Kenneth Branagh, Judi Dench, Ian McKellen. Uh, and it's it's a it's a weird reverse of Harry Potter, right? It's right. like and every other British person, right? That, that you, yeah, that, that you know. <laughs> you're familiar with. And it's about Shakespeare, and it's about like the later part of his life. So yeah. it's the opposite of Tolkien, right? Right. Uh, Shakespeare, the interesting part of his life is actually the earlier part. So instead, we're doing the later part, right? <laughs> and Tolkien is great. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, but it's um. It's uh, about Shakespeare, and theoretically, it is it is really about his life, like yeah. not about you know it's not Shakespeare in love. We're gonna watch right, him writing right. a bunch of plays, doing a bunch of work on plays and stuff. It's like it's later in his life, and hilarity ensues. Who knows? Right. Uh, but it's just 
it's just bonkers that yeah. this movie is coming out and no one cares that you know. Right. Like they're gonna send screeners to the Academy and hope it wins awards. Gets yeah, costume whether or... anyone's ever knew it came yeah. out or not. Right. It's, it's weird. Yeah. And it's really weirdly early in the year for no reason that I can put my finger on. Right. Like, there's like right. why not? It went how does it matter when this comes out? Yeah. Why not wait until it's that time of year when people right. are looking for these sort of things more? I don't know. Yeah. Because they figure uh, there are people who don't want to see the Avengers. I was just they might say, as well have maybe, an option. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, um, so that's next week. Next week, The week after that is uh, John Wick 3, yeah. which uh, looks pretty good so yeah. far. Um, I wasn't as in love with John Wick 2 as the first one, although it was still it was good enough, good. right? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I, I liked the first one a lot more, and I didn't like the way the second one ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, the third one is just more of a door for the TV <laughs> show, and that's yeah. all I care about, right, right. is that uh, the TV show seems like it's going to be really cool It now, does. So, And this doesn't pretend anything. If you liked the first or the second on any level, then you'll like this, because all it is is more of that a lot. Right. Like, it, I'm, I'm and all for w- it. And we'll have a bunch more yeah. uh, videos on YouTube of yeah. Keanu Reeves practicing, and sure. that's worth making the movie right there. Sure. Right? yeah. Uh, there is, in the trailer for that movie, there are a few things where uh, I feel like this movie could really irritate me and go a wrong way. Yeah. Because <laughs> there are a lot of things in the trailer where it just feels like there is some producer person working in the right. backgrounds that is going put him on a motorcycle right like right. give everybody swords can we or, have mechanical you know, spiders <laughs> yeah it's you know? like yeah they're just uh kind of throwing too much stuff together yeah. for no reason anyway yeah. and then uh also next week the professor with uh johnny, yeah, johnny depp, depp uh zoe deutsch and you know whatever and it's yeah. uh uh, you know, I don't even re- really remember what it's about. It's about he he's a college professor. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know. And Something it. goes wrong. Right. Clarity ensues. We follow him around. Yeah. I don't know. His life is in tatters or something. So and weird. I don't know. This movie is going to either be uh, the thing where Johnny Depp is really, really good mm-hmm. at something that's not just being in Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. And he kind of really blows people away and kind of comes back, right? Yeah. Or we may never see him again. Or this those, is a nail. Those are like the options, the I think. Yeah. <laughs> this, this could be like the end of right. anything he's in, barring you know, Disney being, rides. being in more yeah, of right. Hogwarts yeah. continuation. Oh, or yeah. Whatever. God, that's right. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. You forgot he was in yeah, that I altogether. Yeah, I did, actually. All right, uh, so I do want to say uh, one quick piece of news uh, because it could have strange ramifications, um, but just recently, right, so like yesterday into today and everything, Mm -hmm. uh, there have been lots of announcements now of studios that are pulling out of Georgia, so... Oh, yeah. That could really affect a lot of things, but there have uh, there have already been several studios uh, that have kind of like signed onto this pact or whatever. I yeah, mean, I don't have like all the details on it, but uh, a lot of big things happen in Georgia now, and uh, and several of them with 
presumably more to follow is like the talk, right? Uh, that Georgia could be in in trouble <laughs> as far as the movie and TV industry is yeah. concerned, which is uh, you know kind of a double edged sword. But I mean, I I can see their actions, right? But yeah, there are a lot of people who like moved to Georgia to work. Right. To do that. Cause tons of <laughs> to things work, are filmed there. Right? Yeah, TV yeah. shows. I mean, walking dead from that. Yeah. To movies like Georgia gives a now, lot of tax so. breaks and it's got great climate and it looks great on film. Like, right. That's, that's right. a big place. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a good place. Like you said, like walking dead, it's a good place to film things. Uh, especially because, uh, they just, the, climate it's just nothing there, else yeah. because it's and the fact that you have a lot of variation in yeah, you locations go, yeah you can you, be, you can be too. for stuff um so anyway but that could have a lot of impact on things happening so yeah. it's interesting just something to like you know without getting onto the political side of it that sure, it's just going the, to make stuff happen just so the entertainment side yeah things are in something to I don't know. See what the fallout of that is. That could be that could be devastating. That could be big. Uh, anyway, okay. So long shot. Here we go. Uh, so we've got uh, someone's in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Charlize, <laughs> Charlize Theron. Theron. Seth Rogen. Uh, yeah. So I I feel like I should say again really quickly. I because we talk about this sometimes. The tray. If you've seen the trailers for this movie, oh, yeah. right? I am not sure that you're get going to get what you want. And the weird thing about that is I think if the trailers more accurately depicted what you get in this movie, more people would show up. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Because because the movie uh, looks in the trailers like, uh, you know, Seth Seth Rogen is, I don't know, if you see that he's, if he's on the poster, right? Yeah. You are kind of led to assume a kind of a goofy, you know, like, slapsticky, raunchy, you know, something kind of comedy that is, I don't know, a little on the lowbrow side or whatever, right? Yeah. And I think the trailer kind of tries to sell you that that's the case. Yeah. At least the trailers I saw going into this, I thought I was getting a different look at things. Yeah. There are parts in the movie that are like that, um, yeah. that are kind of, I guess, true to what people might expect from him. But overall, the movie is not. No, <laughs> and for the most, yeah. It's a lot more like what you would expect if you see Charlize Theron and she doesn't have any like war paint on her face or anything. Yeah. And she looks, you know, she looks all classy business suit, you know, thing. Right. And then you'd go, I wonder what that movie will be like. You're not thinking, I bet it's some raunchy, <laughs> right. crazy, Send you know, up, whatever, yeah. right? And that seems to be more of the movie that you get. Uh, Rogan is a, a reporter, journalist, person, whatever. <clears throat> and uh, Charlize Theron is, uh, what is she, Secretary of State? Secretary of State um, with ambitions to be president. Right. And she wants to be president. And the person who's the president now <laughs> is uh, awesomely an idiot from TV. Right. <laughs> Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) unfortunately, not that 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 character is that interesting, but I just would like to see more of him no matter what he's in. Right. I just want him to be around more. He's so good. To support the film, there should have been like a bunch of like three to five minute YouTube 
like videos of him just being the president. Like there were, there's a little right, bit of, an, right. I don't know if there's enough for a full show there. There's not enough for a movie. Right. But there's something I there. would have liked to see, <coughs> I would have liked me. to see too, that our theory in, in this movie yeah. is that he was on a, he, like he was on the West Wing basically. <laughs> right. And he was the president in the show, whatever fictional show that's kind of like the West Wing. I would have liked to see if they'd have like thrown up a clip of that show at some point. Like right. we'd have watched just like a little bit right. of a clip of that. Yeah. Anyway, but he is the crazy president. She's a secretary of state. She wants his endorsement or whatever. But anyway, she needs like she needs a big thing to uh, yeah. to kind of get her more exposure, let people know who she is and everything. And uh, anyway, she stumbles into Seth Rogen, who it turns out she babysat for when they were both, you know, teens, right. whatever. And she's like a few years older than him. He wasn't like little, little. Yeah, um, right. He was like 12 <laughs> or 13 or something. And uh, and she babysat for him. And so they know each other and they run into each other. He's uh, He writes for some like little kind of newspaper that is trying to you know, stick it to the big press, whatever. <laughs> right. That uh, that then gets sold to the big press the big, yeah. <laughs> conglomerate or whatever. Anyway, so uh, so they get back in touch with each other, and she ends up hiring him to write her speeches, or at least partially uh, right. write her Cri- speeches. Yeah. Which uh, you know, her staff obviously hates, and uh, uh, who's is it? Like Whitney Cummings, I think is. Uh, her, I don't know. Her. Oh, her chief of staff. It's, yeah, uh, June her, Raffi, uh, June, uh, June Diane Raphael. It is. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, so nobody likes that he's there except her, right. and so there's internal struggle there. Anyway, and then as you know, such movies go, hilarity ensues. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> uh, so before we like review it and stuff, so I was originally going to give this movie a seven. Because I actually kind of liked a lot of it. And it was, uh, and it might have just been that I was kind of thrown. Yeah. (laughs) From what I was expecting. But I I was watching it and I'm like, I don't know. I don't hate this. Yeah. This is like, you know, kind of, it's it's not really funny though, right? It's not the funny things don't happen. But it was kind of like sweet and interesting. And I I actually really liked it. Everything that had to do with Charlie's throne. Yeah. Like everything they were trying to say about her, yeah. everything they were trying to have her character do and <laughs> feel and why she was doing things right. and her, you know, everything. I thought everything was really good. After like a few days though, I, you know, like last night I'm going into thinking about <laughs> what to do on the show and stuff. And I'm like, what happened? Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I know there was this, and then there, and I'm like, what are the good parts? Like, yep. what happened that I really liked? And I'm like, man, I don't know. So I have to give it a six. Yeah. Okay. Because that's just, I I'm feel like that's as there. that's as good as that can be now, right. right? Because it's so forgettable. Yeah. And the only parts that uh, there are a few parts that are good that were not forgettable, right? But but really, the things that stand out are the things that were bad. Yeah, that I did right, like the about things it. that you so, yeah. We'll get into that, but uh, so what'd you give it? I, I it, kind of the similar thing. Like I feel like when I was watching it, it was much more highly in my mind, and then I walked out and I didn't hate a lot of it. I didn't really hate any parts of it except little things that were annoying 
that I just felt were tacked on by some studio exec putting notes on the screenplay for right. for things that again we can dive into or or but, also <laughs> i feel like there was a thing where seth rogan was like i get like three scenes and the, i do whatever i want right <laughs> and you have to go along with it. it when the movie works really well it's like a combination of two creative forces that are working here which is almost like seth rogan i'm describing it in a way that it doesn't necessarily come across but it felt to me like he's in the film to steal scenes and she's in the film to make scenes right because i agree with you with the small exception of when we get first introduced to her and we see her doing planks and pilates while oh, juggling yeah, yeah, yeah. while right. writing a script while you know doing a tv and like she's doing 50 different things and i get in my mind, I still thought the film was 90 minutes. So I'm like, oh, we have to quickly like summarize who this person is. And let you know that and, she's and really let you know busy. That she's terribly yeah. busy. She's awesome at multitasking. She's mentally astute and everything. Like all right. the she's she's so busy in this movie that she can't actually do anything because right. all she can do is listen to her guy tell her right. her schedule. Right. Because by the time he's done telling her her yeah. schedule, like she's missed she's four. She's done two things right. <laughs> and 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 I had fun, even though I guess the way that I would really describe my rating for it, which I'm giving it a six too. Like it fell a bit partially because I couldn't remember anything, but it was almost like you have like this big, you either go out to dinner and you go to Chinese buffet or you have Chinese food and you fill up. And then 20 minutes later, you're starving again. Like I walked out of the film after we left and I'm driving home and I'm like, I could feel like that hunger because it didn't satisfy me. Like it didn't now disappoint. I want to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, it didn't disappoint me. It didn't outwardly frustrate me. There were some things in there that I thought were absolutely patronizing and pedantic and just like really unnecessary. Yeah. But there were some things in there that I thought when it worked well, it worked because Charlize was on screen and she's amazing. And she can carry the idea that she does have some sort of feeling for him not because he's, you know, they're all filling the trope of the schlubby guy and the and the hot girl, you know. Okay, so that's on TV forever, and, and in movies forever. But there's something there that I believed that she would be attracted to him, partially because of his perceived intellect about issues and his passion. They're kind of both passionate about different things as strongly, just almost not polar opposites, but they're just going in different directions. Right. And I can understand why there's an an interest and then a developing attraction to him because I think she sees some of herself in there and, and she does all the hard work for that. Yet there's besides the unforgettable stuff, there is a lot of forgettable stuff. And I'm wondering if that's just my mind just saying like, you're being real generous with sex. There's, there's a lot of stuff. See, I, this movie should have been, I think, um, I, I was only up to seven in the first place because this movie, I feel like could have been like a nine. But it did a lot of stuff that it got in it, its own way. That it lost a lot of, yeah. you know, it lost a lot of points for before I forgot about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> even even before right. it was forgettable, it did stuff that was just so uh, irritating. But what I, uh, you know, on what you were saying, I think one of the things that it does really, really well, and I think surprisingly well, is that uh, for me, it felt like it really gave you. Uh, like legitimate sense of why she's kind of falling for him. Yeah. <clears throat> mostly because he keeps going, well, then no. Right. Yeah. And she's just like, well, wait, what? Like, yeah. because she's got all, she's got like all the same passion and like convictions and, and side of, you know, her, 
the view politically, right? Yeah. That they're really like the same, but he will actually say, well, then no. And he's, and it's odd, right? Yeah. But, you know, he's broke. And, right. Yeah, right. And, <laughs> and desperate. He's, and he and, still will go, well, then I'm not doing it, right? Right. And there's something that, you know, the whole person he is that has that as part of him. Yeah. She, you know, is yeah, kind of falling for it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought they did a really good job because that, that could go so wrong. Uh, easily. E- easily, so, right? Yeah. And then it could just seem really stupid. You yeah. Know? I mean, right. like then it's like she likes him because he's stupid. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and she has all the same convictions and, you know, I don't know. She's a little bit more realistic about how to get things done or whatever, but she, you know, she couldn't do it. Right. She's like she couldn't do that. And she used to could. Yeah. Right. And so now she, <laughs> so now she's kind of, you know, at least giving him a chance at that point. Right. There's, and, there's this part halfway through the film when they're falling for each other and he's signed on reluctantly, but signed on and, and they're going around. And even though it felt like an abbreviated version of the stuff I just mentioned in the beginning where we have to see her multitasking beyond measure, like there's this thing where they're doing a rat-a-tat-tat back and forth that actually is very effective even though it feels overly scripted. But it's right, still like right. there's, there is a, there's a strange charm between them even though I found the movie to be not terribly charming. Like right. I felt it wanted to be. And at times it really worked, but there, there are these scenes where, you know, he's like, if I'm going to write speeches for you, I need to know more about you. So I got some questions and then she's like, all right, hit me with them. And they're ridiculously stupid and fun and then serious and they run the gamut. And this montage of them going around to all these different places and her answering builds a foundation that I thought was effective. Like I really liked it. Then later when it's supposed to be a secret and she's doing secretary of state ish things and they have these like one of the one of the easiest like fun moments that has no weight at all is when he sends her a drink with a note on a napkin. Right, right. And I'm like, this is now charming. Like right, this is right. this is working on just the most easy, solid seven and a half rating. Just do more of this and you'll go up. And it does kind of flirt with that kind of stuff during the middle of the movie. And then the thing that's really troublesome for me are the bookends. The start of the film is a little clunky, but start of films sometimes are and the weird way it ended i didn't really love the way it ended because it tried to fit all these kumbaya the more you know knowing is half the battle kind of things Uh, like we're all the same we just might see things different no right no and and the attempt to try to patronize the audience when they're pulling at your heartstrings for characters that you've probably come along to rooting for and then they're sliding in this political message here not so effective. Right. Yet earlier on in the film, when they're sliding in political messages, it's strangely effective. Yeah, they do so it really well. At best, it's so. just weirdly uneven and there's nothing to loathe about it. It's just oddly forgettable. You right. know, but w- the more I think about the few scenes that I thought worked perfectly, there's like a 40 minute chunk in the film, in the middle of the film that I'm like, yeah, that's, that's working truly like on all cylinders to have fun. Just never goes into another gear. Right. And it and it plays fun with some of the tropes, like in another film where you have some, uh, you know, some professional woman who's very bright and she's very pretty and she's just having bad luck with guys, 
and her best friend is like, that guy's trouble. You, you, it's not going to last. It's just a fling. I love that they turn that and it's not her best friend. It's her chief of staff. Right. You know, when there's some fun that's being played with um, him and, sneaking and, and, around. And it's in, it's in a different way than you usually see that, right? Because right. usually you see that when, you know, it's it, it's the other guy in this movie. Yeah. That we would be we trying would to keep her away keep from, her away from, you know, yeah. it'd be some good looking guy, right? You know, whatever. Wolf. Yeah, right. And now it's well, you should stay away from him because he's going to bring it down. It, yeah, and no uh, one's going to like this. And I mean, it, it's just even the smallest things where they decide to name him like one of the worst. I mean, Phil Flarsky, <laughs> like she might as well be known as you know Svelte Long Legs, right? And he's Phil Flarsky, <laughs> you know. And I mean, you know everything you need to know about them from right. this. It, it tries so hard to go in a direction that the film inherently didn't need to or felt like it wanted to represent with, you know, his leaked video scenes, which yeah, yeah. that's that's weird, but he probably signed on only if he could do it. Right. And there's this, that's, there's this drug taking scene that is absolutely just like derails the film for me. Yeah. There's, there's a 15 minute, there's a 15 minute chunk where I'm like, okay, we're lazy now and we need to loosen her it, up. We'll give her some drugs, but she's the secretary of state. Oh no, shit's hitting the fan. Right. And what are we going to do? And we've do? got our bodyguards you know, who are dressed up so that yeah. we can sneak I mean, out. There's And those are big chunks of the there's film a, There's suck. a few things in the movie and I think that's like the exact right word is that it derails the movie. There, the First of all, his video that we're going to be nervous about and right. somebody's going to try to blackmail her about or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you can have that video and not have it be stupid. Right, right. Uh, it, it could just be like the thing itself. Right. Without the stupid the parts. And the dumbness, right? Yeah, without, right. Without where it goes completely stupid. Yeah. And it would still be a tape that would, would be embarrassing. Be. Agreed. Yep. And I'll tell <laughs> As, as much as this is like a little nitpick, if we had that tape in a less stupid way, mm-hmm. that would be good too because yeah. uh, we have the tape because your computer is constantly recording you right. and storing everything that happens on your hard drive yeah. 24 hours a day. And if somebody hacks into your computer, they can find that on your hard drive, right? which is just... <laughs> I mean, talk about lazy. That, a lot of yeah. the stuff in this movie that I really hated is just lazy. Right, me too. It's lazy to make that uh, to make that video a dumber video. Right. It's like really obnoxiously stupid. Yep. When it didn't need to be, like I said, it could just be the video in general. Right. Right. And and it would still be embarrassing, and it would have the same you know repercussions for it coming out or whatever. Right. Uh, without the nonsensical part, when they go and uh, go on their little drug spree or whatever, yeah. you could have that same thing as a general idea happen, right. but it's like the laziest version of it happening. Yeah. It's right. it's so just like cut and paste <laughs> version of going to yeah. do drugs because now she's really pissed. Now she wants to just not be Secretary of State for a while. Yeah. And they could have done that in like a million ways yep. where it wouldn't just kind of, you know, all of a sudden you're in a different movie. It wants to be in some part, like it dips its toe into a film that's like super bad. And that's 
that's right, great right. if you if you're in that movie all along. But that video, but you got to be that be movie there, and yeah. you can't just turn on a dime to get there. Those scenes specifically feel like they're in there for our parents and our grandparents if they're still here for them to say, "I told you the net web was scary." Right. Like I know this stuff happens at those parties you go to. Like right. it's just this weird confirmation. That anyone who reasonably, and I, I don't need my romantic comedies to be based in all reality. Right. But you gotta, if you're going to establish a character as thoughtful and as layered as the Secretary of State presidential candidate, he, he, she just doesn't do this stuff. She would never do it, even even when pushed to this point. So right, it, there it, is it didn't there everything. is some other version of the Secretary of State right. wanting to go with her new boyfriend. Yeah. Who has done drugs before? Right, and it, now she goes. You know what? Screw it. I want to go be crazy or something. Right. There is a different version of how that actually happens, other than I don't know. We'll just wander around until right. we find a rave, and right. everyone will be doing everyone drugs, will be and right. we'll just be in the middle of it. And yeah. it's all like we just went to the first place we saw a bunch of twenty year olds going. <laughs> right. <laughs> And, and we, we got followed them in. I got a baseball hat, yeah. so no one knows who I am. Right. You know, and, and I get it, you know. But there there are things It's there, just sloppy. It's like what you, you reminded me of. It is sloppy, you know, and lazy. When it threads a bunch of needles that would have been easily to trope or just do really dumb things, it, it tends to be I think the intent of the movie is more genuinely heartful, heartfelt than just like we're going for the cheap yucks. Right. You know, because there were a lot of opportunities they could have done it. Even when you get that, you know, I always just think of it as Midsummer Nights or Three's Company where people are leaving rooms in the middle of the night and bumping into each other. There's a scene there where people are leaving one room and going into another. And that could have been weirdly less fun. And strangely, it flirts with like the something about Mary line. Right. And it it turns out to be more fun. Like it's so weird that it's almost like when they push it to a level and they're like, that's where the line should be. We're not going to go an extra step over and cross the line because it was more fun just being kind of disposable. There's there's some other stuff in the film that are that are really weird. I like the supporting cast a ton. Right. Even even Alexander Skarsgård, who's like yeah. supposed to be Justin Trudeau, he's like I guess. Smarmy. Like he's like the best version of Trudeau on his worst day, <laughs> and it's just so disgustingly smarmy. <clears throat> when there are scenes where he's talking about like how his staff tells him like not to laugh, and then we find out why. Right. right. And he's practicing his smile, and it just reminds me of her wave being so like. <laughs> Yeah. Like when I see her wave, I, I actually, that was one of the things I almost cracked up about. I don't know how long she had to practice a wave that made my skin like crawl. Right. But I watched her wave like and I went, they get, she's an android you killer. Know, it was, like nobody moves like it was, that. It was, like that was funny. Fun. It was funny in the movie because it was almost like, you know, somebody, when they're writing this movie, yeah. right? Somebody was like, uh, mention the fact that there are people yeah. whose job is to make <laughs> candidates not do weird things yeah. or like, you know, groom them to like smile the right way. Don't smile like that because when teeth. someone takes a picture of you, <laughs> right. it'll yeah. look weird. Yeah. Don't stand like that. Like don't stand with your hand yeah. on your hip or something. And it was like somebody said, there aren't really people like that. <laughs> right. Don't give me yeah. that. That there is, And it's like part of the movie like set out to prove that there yeah. were. So we had her bonkers hand wave <laughs> and we had so his weird. completely weird laugh. Oh, yeah. Right. That seemed yeah. like, you oh, know, man. it made me think of like. It's all serial killer to like me. Like a 50s radio show <laughs> where 
right. you just hear like this crazy laugh, but nobody really has nobody that does laugh, that, right? Yeah. And it was so weird that we we took it like so far. Like, why couldn't her hand wave just be a slightly odd hand wave, right? right? Just like the tiniest bit. And all you have to do is have somebody go, well, our focus group did not respond well. Right. So you have to wave different. Right. You don't have to have the weirdest <laughs> wave ever. It like so it's weird. not like it's not news to her when somebody said you wave weird right. because she's got an, everyone yeah. has said that to her for her entire life. Right. <laughs> because every time she's ever waved, someone has gone, huh? Yeah. What, it's, it's, what are you seriously, doing? That's the Hidden Valley. I looked at it and we're like, she's not alive. Like that is <laughs> right. so weird. And they're, and they have fun with it. Like it's not just a disposable thing, but it's not a permanent thing, but it runs... There's this there's this other thing that seems fun in trying to flesh out Flarsky's background, which is the principled reporter, like you said. It, he's kind of like the village voice. They call it right, some right. Hartford thing or some other thing. But he's basically a, on level with the village voice, and he runs into what is basically Rupert Murdoch. Right. You know, or right. Roger Ailes and Rupert Murdoch in one crazy goblin looking right. body. Right, and like he's and got the weirdest makeup on he, of is, anything I've dude, ever seen. This is like the first thing I thought of when I saw him. I was like, this movie is like frightening. Right. Because it was not that long after her weird spooky wave and now I had goblin guy who yeah, I, it was obviously like, I immediately know him and I went, these are not people. Like the this is a crystal right. <laughs> he, he looked just like Al Pacino did in Dick Tracy, which was horrible. Like right. obvious ugly prosthetics i didn't know i didn't know that was andy circus i had no idea <laughs> yeah. that it was him and then later i found out he he was in the film and he asked to go in like five or six hours of makeup to be this character and th they were like you don't have to do that and he goes no no i i need to do this right and we they have let him do to do it we have to make him he as looked, horrible he looked as so weird like he'd just broken out of gringotts like right. he was goblin like and yet anytime he was on anytime he was in the scenes I just kind of like was like I know why he's here. I yeah, know what it just end doesn't matter. Put, but it doesn't. He's, it doesn't work. He's got. He's got such a weird it's so uh, it's persona that he's yeah. made in this prosthetic <laughs> prosthetic craziness that he he might as well just have a sign. It yeah it, right. It's like pointless and a hunchback. Now. He's like know, yeah and carrying a bloody knife and like or, slobbering and <laughs> right. fangs or something. It's not that it's, far. It's so far over the top. <laughs> yeah. This guy and plus he acts as horrible as a person could possibly he really does. act. Right. Yeah. If he you like pick one, right? <laughs> right like right. either he looks like a normal person and he acts like a jerk. It, okay. Or he looks like a troll. Right. And, and, and is at least a little like charming or something yeah, right. like he right. he's he's had to talk to somebody before and not just <laughs> and be they horrible, also were like, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> right what are you doing like yeah. but to have both of them right it's too much he you could you could photoshop him out and just have like a sign right <laughs> right just says, here. yeah it, it's also there there's a small i get why he did it i understand who he modeled it for the movie is strangely contemporarily like cognizant of itself where she's uh hillary clinton and you know odenkirk is a trumpish right these guys are fox news they very clearly have funny cut scenes with the fox news reporters <laughs> but there's something there where if they had gone the trudeau route it would have been actually more effective instead of just like I, all i'm doing is looking at the fake prosthetics like you right. said but if it had been like a normal or good looking person who is not what they look like. Like there's a bunch of weird metaphors for politics and the fakeness and the duplicity. Like I liked that. But every time he was on screen, I just kept looking at the weird seams. But even beyond that, 
it's a forced interaction with Rogan's character because I got to tell you, what they want to do is they want to make an allegory for Fox News buying up all these, you know, righteous liberal papers and okay. But he would never, he'd never see him, and Roger Ailes wouldn't buy the Village Voice. He, he didn't give a shit. Right. He, he would. That's not big enough for him to even care about or be upstairs sealing the deal. So there's a lot of weird missteps that happen around him that don't seem to happen around her very much. And I get they wanted to make this character of him, but I, like you hinted at earlier, it would have been perfect if he had just been super principled and very passionate. And that's why he keeps losing jobs left and right, because he just can't toe the line. Right. And now he's asked to toe the biggest line of all. You got to work for the White House, you know, and that's something that he has trouble with. There's where the hilarity ensues. The forced stuff, that didn't work for me. Yeah, all you know? all the stuff in the movie. But, you know, overall, here's another example of us giving a movie not that horrible rating, no. but then just uh, bash on, on everything there is. Right. Overall, there's a lot of it that's really good, but everything yeah. in the movie um, that is, you know, just so obviously lazy. There's a yeah. lot of it that's really lazy. When you put a guy in a troll suit, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're being lazy with that character. Yeah. As soon as he, as soon as you see him, you know, you know exactly yeah. what he's going to do every yeah. second of the movie, uh, and all of all of this other stuff. The drug, the the drug party scene yeah. is just. Lazy. It's just and, lazy, and you know the thing that's the worst about it is it doesn't really give you, uh, like a sense of the escape and fun, right? That you should get out of what she's trying to get out of this, right? And you don't get it because it's just such a lazy. Oh, I don't know. We're talking funny because we're high. Right. We're saying goofy right. things and stuff. Yeah. Even even like down to in the when you really kind of stumble at the beginning because everything about him in the beginning of the movie I feel like is really lazy. The fact yeah. that he wears that jacket is lazy. And you right. know, I don't want to be like the fashion police on the on the movie or whatever, but that jacket was only made right. so that people would not wear it. Right. Like <laughs> you only have that right. jacket right. as an option to buy in a store. Yeah. So that you'll buy the other one. Yeah. Like it's just, right. it's like right. a ugly, stupid yep. uh, windbreaker jogging suit thing. Right. And it'd be one thing for him to be wearing that, right? At one point in the movie, like yeah. I'll give you that he's does a lot of going undercover. He doesn't care what right. he's wearing at certain oh, stages God, of the movie, yeah. but then he keeps wearing it. Right. right. Like, it's, like it <laughs> saved his life. You know? Like it just keeps happening. And then right. he, uh, you know, they have this thing about dressing him up, right? Yeah. And I will give you everything about that scene and uh, the scene that we're trying to get with the stupid Swedish clothes. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm fine with that. Somebody's going to screw with him. Right. But he doesn't have to look like a hobo. Right. At the beginning. He doesn't have to go, yep, I'm going to work for the White House. Right. These are the only clothes I own. Right. <laughs> or, and, and they don't even fit me anymore. Right. So my roles <laughs> right. are showing everywhere. Yeah. They, and then he's like, yeah. well, I was going to zip this up. And then that and looks a little better. He right. could actually be like a person who's left the house in his 20s. Right. right. <laughs> Some point. And you're right. That's lazy because all it does, along with naming him Flarsky, is, is go. He's is the, just he's, he's the guy the dumb enough to wear this right. jacket. He's the guy, <laughs> and he, he's the guy that you probably wouldn't be friends with, though you should be. You know, I forgot. Holy shit, I forgot. You forgot until about you said the, undercover. <laughs> you forgot, I forgot that whole open, scene. I forgot the opening scene, which I hated. <laughs> the only thing that's good from the opening scene 
And I worried because the way he escapes the problem literally made me think, well, okay, kryptonite's the only thing that's going to stop him, you know, but right. I, I get it. And I just thought, oh, I didn't think that was the first inclination. I wasn't getting the movie the trailer sold me on, Right. but I was like, that's not supposed to be it at all. I, the only thing that's enjoyable about that is the, is the small joke later that pays off because he's getting tattoos. Because he's got the tattoo. And that, and I get that if you erase that, you have to step back a few things. But I got to tell you, you shave four minutes off this movie by forgetting the tattoo and the movie's a better movie. You know, (laughs) because you don't have to have that. I can't believe I forgot the beginning until you said that. Like it just didn't register that like, God, that really was the same film. And, and it is, it is a really horrible beginning, right? Uh, I really don't like the beginning. I kind of like the tattoo thing, right? I kind of like the tattoo thing. But once again, that whole beginning, you could have that scene. Yeah. He could do that thing. Right. It could just not be as lazy and just like cardboard. Everything is just like, um, I don't know, rednecks or whatever. Tons of films, you know, variations of this. Uh, The other thing that I actually was kind of disappointed about is I like O'Shea Jackson. You know, I like I like him as a person. He seems really interesting. I loved him in, you know, the NWA film, and I like seeing him get work. He was an absolute lazy red herring in this film, right. too, because somebody somewhere was like, well, we're going to have to have a difference of opinion. Let's tack it on the friendly black guy because nobody can attack us for that. Right. Well, guess what? I think that's lazy right. as shit. That's right. so bad. Even though he does a good job being that character, and when they right. have their moment, because they're longtime friends, I mean, I'm not sure what job he has where he sends the whole office out. Like the whole 20 minutes that start this film was like a <laughs> cluster for me. I thought we were in a lot of trouble. But like his character later is more reasonable and is a really fun grounding for Flarsky. But then I don't, I don't necessarily even believe their interactions because that character would have confronted Flarsky before now. Right. And they would have never had to have this come to Jesus conversation about everything they're talking about now, right. except it fits our movie and we got to shake things up. And I was watching it. And I'm like, that's really lazy. Like, yeah. again, that's just sloppy, and, lazy, and like what's, we need something. What's weird about the whole thing is that um, I feel like this is a movie that was created from like the middle out. Yeah. And we let somebody else make the out. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Cause it doesn't because, really feel like the same middle. Right. Because a, a lot of the middle, not only is it, is it just better and doesn't do as many of these lazy things, yeah. even when they're doing stuff that is essentially kind of a montage of them getting to know each other. Yeah. It is a better, more believable really version of doing a montage of people getting to know each other. Yeah. Like a lot of movies, Somewhere similar to this, right? By the time they like each other and are falling for each other, you would be going, what? Bullshit. They right. don't know each other at all. Right. They right. Why are they falling for each other? This is nonsense. Except that we saw like a two-minute montage, yeah. but it didn't do anything. Right. And this one really kind it does of does. Do like yeah. it actually sells you. And they do it really well because they keep switching locales. Yep. They are having conversations in there where I believe those people are saying the things that they're yeah, saying. Yeah, me too. And you you actually get some of that. And it does a lot of stuff in their relationship that I feel like are, you know, there are a lot of things in the movie where they're small little things, but they're lazy and they're throwaway. And so they don't destroy anything and you go fine. 
in the middle part of the movie, it does a lot of things that are like these tiny little things, but they're great. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, and they, they build upon and themselves. And they do stuff really well. Yeah. And they are little things that you could throw away and it wouldn't matter, yeah. but they're really good. And one of the best for me, and this will, I don't know, people will probably be pissed at this, but uh, the one where like they're having sex. Yeah. And all of a sudden she's like, this. Yeah. Do this, right? right. That was like great. that scene. That was an awesome was scene. Great. And he's like totally flustered. He's yeah, like, he's like uh, 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 and she's uh, uh, and then she realizes and and explains and and I'm like, this has to only be a few seconds, but it sucks because this is great. Right, because that part yeah. was genius. Right. It was. And it's such a and not only is it like just awesome in itself, but about 10 or 15 minutes later, we see like another conversation with her that has nothing to do with it. Right. But you can just see that it's like the it's there. next thing that there. it happens later because of like what, what happened. happened and it's so good. Yeah. And like the part you said where, uh, where he sends her the little note on the that. thing. I loved it. It's not even just that that's great. It's that, you know, we believe he would do that yeah. and we know why he's doing it. Yep. And he's kind of like now, uh, well, I have to do this and you're right. just writer guy and right, you go right. over there. Right. And, you know, he, he doesn't want to do anything, yeah. but he also doesn't want to just sit there and be like the schlub at <laughs> yeah, the bar. Right. And the, yeah. And her like response to it and, you know, all of that whole scene is really good. Yeah, it's great. Right? In the middle, there's a lot of stuff that's really good. And it almost, it's almost like the movie in some weird way is worse for being better because the movie should have been so much better, it, right? It should have if been. If it hadn't done all of these things, if it, yeah. if it even had just fixed that video yeah. from just Small not changes. being so dumb. Yep. It's like when that video happens and you see it, it's like you just roll your eyes. Right. Either right. Uh, you're that target audience or whatever, and you go, ha, huh, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> right. <laughs> and now, and now the movie's awesome <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. Or it just tears down everything yeah. that the movie's been building up because, like I said, you can just, you can just have that video yeah. and it doesn't have to be over the top and stupid it, and, yeah. and then force Char- Charlize Theron's character to talk about it. Right, right. Because then that's just dragging everything down too. Sure. Where uh, she could have a completely reasonable conversation about mm-hmm. the general idea right. without having to go into the stupid idea. Right. And it just, it just pulls Hell, everything down around even, it. Even the video, they hint at it. They hint that he's got an incredible backlog of material that he's written for all these publications and that they could hire a scrubbing agent to come in and erase them all. And even that conversation they have where he's like, so... You're going to fix my image and scrub my work and I'm going to dress better and uh, uh, I'm not going to be me. Like that's, there's a heartful, heartfelt, thoughtful, like metaphor going on there about what do you have to do to fall for somebody and stay in love? What do you have to do to have your job? What do you have to do to sacrifice these things? Do you give up who you are? Do you give up who you love? I love that stuff. But yet, yet that video, the more I think about it since we were talking about it, all they had to do was like, well, he found a story about jerking off. Right. Like he wrote about masturbation for the village voice. And now he's going to be that guy. Cause sometimes in this world, you are the sum of one mistake or misstep. And that's also a metaphor for politics. Like so many ways to get around it instead of going for what is essentially just 
the cheap gag, right. you know, and it just doesn't work. You know, it, it seemed like when it was working well, it didn't easily get distracted until it didn't know how to get to the middle. I think you're right. I think they worked from the middle out because the middle is so solid. And then there are these weird distractions at the start and the end that just don't line up with how solid the middle is and, right. and how solid it can be. Right. You know, and then, and then you're left, like I said, you're left with, uh, especially, like I said, uh, Charlize Theron is just awesome in every She's really great. part of the movie. Right. Except that once you get pretty close to the end, she's left, uh, trying to act dealing with stuff that happened that shouldn't have happened. Right. And then, like, she can't even really, right? you know, she can't pull that off and it's not her fault, right? Yeah. She can't have the conversation. They have a conversation in, like, his apartment or yeah. whatever. And it, like you said, it's all this stuff about, like, well, what would I have to do? Yeah. And she's still, like, going, we can fix this. Like, right. that's, yeah. like, her main, like, reaction right. or whatever. Right. And he's like, well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and yeah. when she's doing that, you're like, eh, you know, it's just not the same. Right. I mean, it's just, she's just not able to give you the same character because she has to respond to something that's so stupid. Yeah. And something that she shouldn't have to because when you're the hot secretary of state and you're dating the really goofy looking. <laughs> yeah, the Flarsky. <laughs> doofus, yeah. right? You don't need this much of a problem. Right. Right. <laughs> you could have any problem, right? Right. right. You got the Trudeau problem right. all the time. You yeah. could just like right. it's a problem already. Yeah. And they're and they're talking about it through much of the movie. Yeah. Like without having a tape, it's already a problem. Right. You don't need the world's dumbest videotape ever right. to have a problem. You could just have anything happen yeah. to have a problem, right? Yeah. And uh, and this guy has video of him somewhere. Right. That's enough problem that's right. already out there. Right. So, but it, so it just it makes the end of the movie such a struggle. Yeah. That it doesn't need to be, and we don't really have the time to do things that would pull things together a lot better. The way that we could throw in little things in the middle. Yeah. We can't do that because we have to have this scene. Right. Uh, and it has to go a certain way and it has to be in itself sort of bonkers because it's responding to the bonkers right. that we did before. Yeah. And, and you know, like the, like the, uh, drug scene, which is just like we said, awful and lazy, but where it gets could have been interesting. Yeah. Because now she's got to do something right. and that could have been cool. Yeah. Except that it can't. It, because it's like, you know, the punchline is pretty good, but the joke you told leading up to right. it's really stupid. Right. So you're just sitting there going, I could see how that's the punchline of a good joke, but right. Right. <laughs> you didn't give it to me. Yeah. Yeah, so, that that was a weird thing that didn't pay off and didn't build up right. And at the end, you're like, the chief of staff and all the security people in the world are going to come in and find out why you're under a desk talking this right. way when we have this crisis and let alone the carefully montaged image of her, you know, 
being so thoughtful and groomed than like going on national TV with sparkles in her hair and confetti and just being like, hey man, like <laughs> right. I just worked it out, you know? I'm like, okay, all right. We're, <laughs> right. Now we're totally different. Now let's film. have pizza. Yeah, let's. <laughs> right. I, it's it, it's strange. Like I didn't have any investment in this. If I did, I would have ultimately been saying over and over again, it was a frustrating movie. It was. I, I didn't get the movie that the trailer sold me, but I got something kind of close to it. The movie in the middle that I got is exactly what I would never have expected and wanted all along. And it just would have been great if they could have stretched that out and covered all the weird bases. Right. But But even, even all that said, and even given the fact that, you know, like I said, to be fair, I just have to rate it a little lower because it's just so forgettable. It is weird. And it wouldn't be if it didn't have the problems that it has. Yeah. Right. Because if, if it, Fix those problems by the yeah. end of the movie, I'd be going, damn. It would have that made was me, awesome. Right. It right? would have made me have no choice but to remember it. But still, I kind of have to recommend you go see it. If you have if you think you have any interest in seeing it yeah. at, at this point, right. you're probably gonna like you're it. You're gonna have fun with it. I and think it's you're a safe like it. it's a yeah. safe film. Like yeah. I could tell my girlfriend's parents, they're like, What's good? We don't want to see superheroes. And I'm like, Go see Longshot. I, I couldn't tell any parents to go see it, though, because it's got <laughs> yeah. that video in it, and they're going to go, oh, you, gonna be right. you recommended that yeah, I yeah, right. watch they're that right. video. Well, you don't know and what other go, films well, I tell them to recommend. Right. I, I, I give them a bunch of stuff. But yeah, no, strangely, even though we're at a tepid six, which for me, I always think of, it's just above average. Right. And the reason it's just above average is it's because of everything good that she does and the things that... I don't, I don't dislike Seth Rogen. I'm just kind of tired of him being... The one guy he always is. He's yeah. the same guy. He's just the, in everything. He's the same schlub. You know, dude. and I get it. Yeah. I think he's probably capable of a bunch more, but I don't know if anyone will let him do it. But it's really her film, and she makes it with all the choices. And just her, you said it earlier, her small reactions are perfect. You know, just these looks and these glances or these concerns. And, and it's still probably would have been a higher film if and I could remember more of it. I forgot the beginning, dude. She's I so, forgot she's the beginning. She's weirdly believable oh, in the movie, God. which is an odd is really thing believable. for a movie like this. Like she's just weirdly believable yeah. as who she is uh, apart from the stupid things like the, you know that we've mentioned, but yeah. apart from like some big weird things, everything else like you you believe that's how she reacts, you believe yeah. that's what her this character would say, all that stuff. Um, but overall, generally, if we give a movie a six, right, right, I would probably say there's something better for you to find. Right. You know, you right. y- you don't need to spend time on this unless you're just right. You're unless you're looking. just exactly in this mood or yeah. something like that. But this one, I think, I kind of recommend a little bit more than a normal six. If you're like, if you're someone that just likes seeing circus in prosthetics, this movie <laughs> will do everything you've ever wanted. Right. You know. Anyway, All right. Yeah. Uh, I think that I think something. that covers. <laughs> I think that covers that movie. Yeah. All right. Next week, uh, either uh, Detective Pikachu. Oh man. Or the Hustle. Yeah. Or if we're really, <laughs> we just we, we really we hate ourselves both. I don't know. <laughs> I like how I'm looking for a way I, out. And you're looking to double up. I want to know what happens in the Hustle. I don't necessarily yeah. want to see the movie. <laughs> Yeah, but I, but we got to do something. So right. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we will see you next week. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by AreYouScreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. 
Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night. <laughs>